Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Worry OK Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon, this is Video Games and Comedy Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today, well, folks, today is a good day. Today is, uh, we, are, we are upon the weekend of a brand new Resident Evil title, a yearly tradition here, uh, not just on Video Games and Comedy Show, but for the world. <laughs> I look at Resident Evil releases as not just for our podcast but also for everyone. so it, It's kind of something we need to get us through the year. <laughs> <laughs> right? This is the refueling. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, that wonderful voice that you're hearing on the other side of the line here is Michael McCaller, my resident evil sex bird himself. How's it going, pal? Oh, my God. It couldn't be going better. What a, yeah. what a time. Are you ready for some bad news right away? Okay. Okay, bad news right away. There are no sound effects on today's episode. Okay. <laughs> I feel terrible about that because McCallers for years has been a Resident Evil-centric mm-hmm. the uh, uh, sound effect, sound drop, whatever. But we don't have access to them today because I'm d- working on a project right now uh, on this side of my desk that I can't access any of my stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, things are spinning. Hard drives are, are hot over Got here, there, there, there's hot hard drives. There's a PlayStation 2 disassembled sitting next to me. Oh. It, it's a huge deal, McCall. Are you Dr. Frankensteining? <laughs> what? what? I, I don't, I'm, it sounds like you I maybe can't talk I am literally doing that. Okay. I'm literally doing that. I I am, uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll just start right away with my, my with a big project. Oh, oh, we're talking about Resident Evil 4 Remake, if you haven't already <laughs> uh, uh, figured that out. Um, very excited to get into that, but we will get into that in the main event. Um. Yeah, so I have been uh, trying to build myself the ultimate PlayStation Two. Hmm. That was a that that was a, a little project of mine. I've been doing this over the years, where I've been just trying to like build like the ultimate Nintendo sixty four or the ultimate PlayStation One that just is like has everything on it. Hmm. All you have to do is turn it on, and you can play any game you want. That is cool. Whatever. I have done that with a number of consoles the playstation 2 is a nightmare Hmm. it is a nightmare of a console to try to get that going on yes you can do emulation on your pc that's totally fine Hmm. go ahead and do that in fact i recommend you do that i recommend you play it in like hd beautiful on your pc or mac and like enjoy it that way i have chosen to do it through original hardware meaning i have to (laughs) get an old hard drive that belongs in like (laughs) a pc from the 90s and like hack it and then install a bunch of games on it and then and that takes a million years and then Hmm. plug that into the back of a fat ps2 not a slim ps2 sure that's probably that's probably when they figured out how to keep people from doing these kinds of things (laughs) yes these exploits (laughs) um i have i have done some other tricks to the ps2 to get games running on it before and none of them They've worked, but they haven't played perfectly. Mm. Like, I was playing Tony Hawk 3, and it was, like, stuttering. Okay, yeah, you can't have that. I was like, you you can have that in some games. You can't have a stutter in a game that you need fluid movement in. So, anyway, all that to say... When this project is done, you're going to have, like, one console, one block that has every PlayStation 2 game known to me. Yeah, well, so... No, no, that's misleading. I, I, I do sort of like, cause, cause I have to download each game. Hmm. hmm. 
I'm gonna get in- arrested. For sure. <laughs> I, I have to download each one, uh, and they're big files. Hmm. So I do. I did. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have like 350 games. Okay, but they're all like it's every game you'd ever think of sure. to want to play on a PlayStation. You're not having like a Barbie's horse dancing adventure kind of. Like, yeah, you're not just. Yeah. There's not a library file you can download. No, there is probably, but I think that would take. I think it's probably in the realm of like a, a well, like so. I have a two terabyte hard drive here, mm. and it's going to be filled. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it would be six terabytes of data. Yeah, I've got like most of the stuff. I don't have Barbie games or like DDR games because I don't have a mat or anything. Mm. But I have like every stupid JRPG you'll never want to turn on in your life. <laughs> I have the, some of the ugliest games you'll ever play <laughs> on this thing. What What are you going to play uh, first? What's like top of the Oni. list? <laughs> Oni. Oni, the bungee game. The bungee game from way back in the day yeah. that like really sucks. That's the game that, <laughs> it's one of those games that I bought when I was a kid and played it and banged my head against it and couldn't figure it out. And I just want to turn it on again and play it on a P- PS2. And it didn't work through my other hack. So I was, I'm trying this one. Okay. Yeah. And the bouncer. The bouncer. Only in the bouncer. <laughs> the bouncer was like the launch game for PlayStation 2 that I was like, yeah. well, I got to get it. And I think yeah. I might have owned it, but never it's, played it. It's just an FMV game, I think. Interesting. It's just like you watch a movie and you occasionally have to press X to like do a punch. <laughs> Timed. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I I can't wait to get it to get it running. It is. Yeah. Right now, 141 games have been installed and it's just going. Great. All oh, day. I'm this so happy for you. Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah. Once you have that, you can just like rest easy. You've done the work. The games yes. are there. They're available to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll never turn it on. <laughs> God help me. <laughs> I'll have done all this work for no reason. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll take care of the PS2 for me, which is, a you know, the PlayStation 2. What a mass monster console. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. No, it, it's yeah. one of the, it didn't have a ton of games that like stuck with me for whatever reason. Like I don't have a lot of affection for it, but it's like, you look at a list of that system and uh, it's yeah. hard not to be gobsmacked. Oh, absolutely. Gobsmacked. I think like for me, one year holds the key to like three precious games on that console. Oh, what year? Well, unfortunately it was, 2001, 9-11 mm. year. But it was the year that I believe uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, Silent Hill 2, and Final Fantasy X came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Murderers and, Row. Yeah, yeah Murderers Row of great, of great stuff. Um, but anyways, uh, other than that, I mean, I've been playing the game that we'll talk about later today. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I won't talk about that now. The other game that's like, and I really fucked up here because I kind of forgot resident evil 4 was coming out mm. um like i was anticipating it but like i kind of i got my weeks m- mixed up mm-hmm. or something and i started dark souls Whoa. like for the first time the game dark souls and i'm like most of the way done with that game uh-huh that's like a so big deal just, you're a you're a souls yeah. guy yeah and you hadn't played dark souls before for sure Whoa. yes this is this is like how the sausage was made mm-hmm. or something, the game. It was like all the things you love come from this or yeah. something. It feels like a pilgrimage for you. Like you must yes. go back to your ancestral homeland. Yeah. And the game is premised as a pilgrimage. So <laughs> it's like 
it does feel like I am him. And I am, and I am like so. I've I've gotten good enough at these games now where like, when this game came out, I understand that it was very hard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I am melting bosses mm. in this game. I, I, there's not a lot of like big walls I'm hitting in it. Sure. I've 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 literally there's a there's a boss called Ornstein and Smo, <laughs> <laughs> which you would love because they're like two tag team wrestlers in the okay. game. One of them's a big guy with a hammer, and one of them's a little guy with a, like a lance, mm-hmm. and they fight you at the same time, and they're infamous. And I melted them yeah. in my first try, like just like not even close. But but what that means is it's kind of like a tour. I'm almost like taking a tour through it, which I really like. It's a really kind of charming, relaxing vibe. That being said, I don't want to play this right now. <laughs> yep, I got something. It also looks terrible because it's like a 360 game. Sure. So I'm like. And then you turn on this masterpiece, <laughs> and you're like, it's beautiful. Anyway, so what have you been playing other than RE4 Remake? Anything? I had a, a, a similar issue where I had Metroid Prime lingering. Oh, and the, the plan was to 100% it, and I thought I could do it. I thought I could get all the scans. I thought I could get all the missile expansions. But then it became clear this week, uh, maybe Wednesday, that I was like, if I don't beat this game today, it's yeah. not happening. And right. I had like one Chozo artifact lingering, and but oh. I was I was just traveling to the Fendrana drifts. I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Just like I, I'm missing yeah. two energy tanks and I think one missile expansion I missed. Right. right. And then I was just like, all right, we got to just do this. And so I went and I killed the Metroid Prime. Uh, felt satisfied. I ended up with like 84 percent of the items, which is just that's not bad. Well, it's as disappointing a number as you can get. Like it's enough that like you pretty much got all of it. But boy, yeah. did you not get all of it. You probably you, you would have maybe even been happier with like four hours of your time back and gotten 32% exactly. or something. Right. Like, yeah, right. Uh, but that game's great. That it, it was incredible yeah. to replay it. It feels so nice. Looked great on Switch, I think. It's just like the it's kind of the perfect game. It's like the platonic it's, ideal of a game in my head. That's pretty that's a very nice thing to say about Metroid Prime. And I think it almost deserves it. Yeah. I do think, though, you've already said you're not enjoying it anymore, alluding to perhaps there's some well, not enjoyment to be th- had. Th- that's just because of a bizarre quest I put myself on. Oh, 100%ing it. Yeah, um, I gotcha. And we kind of talked about this with Mario 64 in the Mario 64 mm-hmm. Games Club, that like every six star in that world, it's like it's kind of them acknowledging like this is probably too hard. This is yeah. probably like not going to be fun. So if you want to skip this one, this is absolutely the one to skip. Right. And it kind of feels like I liked it. And that's why I think like it's the platonic ideal of the game. It's got it there for you if you want it. And you can, if you don't have a remake of one of your favorite video games of all time coming out in the next couple of days, <laughs> you can spend that time there. And I would probably like just, you know, taking a month off and coming back sure. and maybe even starting a new run and kind of like having a guide up and, and checking things off as I go. But Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's got everything you could want out of a game like that. Like, I don't love a game that is super linear and that's all it is. Like, I like the idea that I can weave in and out and find side quests and missile expansions and that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, I fucking love Metroid Prime so much. I blasted through it when it when it got re-released. And then I bought it physical because I was like, I just wanted to have it on the shelf. I like it's great. I get it. Uh, I do not like the last like fourth of the game. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't like going back and hunting for all those Chozo 
things. And I, I, <laughs> I didn't actually beat Metroid Prime. Oh, whoa. Like, I got to Metroid Prime, fought him, and then died. And that boss run is infinity long. So I just... <laughs> I just decided, because I've done it before, so I, I just decided, like, well, that was it. Okay. And was just like, yeah, I'm not going to go back and do that and fight a boss that it's... Because, like, that's the thing about that game, too, is I, I think the combat isn't why I like it. Yes. Fighting things isn't why I like it. It's, it's exploration. exploration and the movement and the puzzles and the environmental puzzles. And, I mean... Look, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. It's no Resident Evil 4. I'll tell you that's all right now. Um, I can't always get into it with you, um, but before, why don't we get into the news? Let's do it. And why don't we get into... I'm going to let my dog back in. Give me one. Okay. All right. Um, we've got some new releases that are not Resident Evil 4 Remake, Astounding. but just barely. <laughs> uh, yeah, we kind of actually don't. Colossal Cave. Oh, that, that feels a- like a like a Wii U eShop exclusive kind of game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a it's a, it's a VR game as well as a non VR game. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, sounds like you're uh, splitting your attention a little bit, <laughs> cave designers. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, storyteller. That's an Annapurna game. That seems like it could be nice and artsy and emotional. I'm a big story guy. Yeah. Have a strong so, uh, emotional core. A to game it. where I finally get to see myself represented <laughs> means oh, great, a lot to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. You play as the storyteller. Um, Perhaps. Uh, Chia is a game I'm seeing a lot of like yeah. press about. What is this? It's a Game Pass game, so we can all play it for free. But what it's, is uh, it? It's on PlayStation Plus. Uh, right. I have heard it described as a Breath of the Wild-like, a chill Breath oh. of the Wild-like. Um, oh. And yeah, it's getting like 80s and 90s reviewed. It, it's I'm going to play it. It's yeah. there for free for me. They are giving it to me. Um. It's got kind of a cool art style, a little uh, Wind Waker almost. It looks like Wind Waker and plays like Breath of the Wild, which is kind of what I want from a Zelda game. Like if I was going to make my Frankenstein PlayStation 2 monster of a Zelda game, it would be Wind Waker art, Breath of the Wild gameplay. Uh, Yeah, Chia looks cool. Yeah, that's great. I I definitely want to check this game out. Um, It, uh, what we call it, an indie game? God, great question. Cause it, I can't I, fuck this up again. <laughs> I fucked it up too bad earlier this year. It feels like it's got the Sony backing. Yeah. But it might be like an indie game that Sony saw promise in and just funded. So well, that, at were, that point, is yeah. it still indie? What was that game that came out last year that was also like that? Stray? No, well, Stray's definitely felt like an indie game to me, but mm. I'm thinking of that one with, where you play as the young lady who like explores a forest, <laughs> but it like looks really good. But it was like you're not a fox lady. No, that was 
uh, Fox Lady. What what was that yeah. game? I that I, that was like the North or something. Tunic. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not like uh, that game. I that I I beat that. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what that game? Do you know what that has in it? It's got some stuff that's like to figure out this puzzle. Go to this website. <laughs> like it has like that kind of stuff in it, where you're like, "Whoa!" It's an ARG. Like, like it, the the mechanic, the central mechanic in that game, other than being a Zelda, like is you have the instruction manual for the game you're playing, and you're uncovering parts of the instruction manual. Right. So one of the pages is like, "Go to this website," and then you go to the website, and it tells you how to solve a puzzle in the. That's cool. That is a cool yeah. idea. Yeah. Remember, like, I feel like, uh, what was it? Uh, Fez did stuff like that, too. Yeah. Oh, it Fez was, like, was great. Yeah, Fez is cool. Uh, I, uh, I, I will play this this game, Have a Nice Death. Have you heard of this, Have a Nice Death? I've seen some gameplay trailers of it, yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. It's a, Is it a Metroid-like or a Rogue-like? I, I think it is a... Uh, Hollow Knight. Hollow game. Knight. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know if it's a rogue like. I think it's just an act action game that's okay. sort of like. It looks like a lot like Hollow Knight. I I know that the art style or whatever, and it's like kind like Hollow Knight was like a Dark Souls two D game. Mm-hmm. I think this is also like that. Well, Hollow Knight had a ton of Metroid stuff in it too. That like that's right. The um yeah. finding powers to, and and breaking into new yeah. areas. Dark Souls also has a bunch of Metro. I mean, it is. It's basically a Metroid game. <laughs> Excuse me? Dark Souls. I don't know that I knew that. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, yeah, it's like, it's all about like uh, using switchbacks and doubling back and unlocking doors or kicking down ladders that make like routes faster and stuff. And, and like, I can't access this area until I have this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Man, someday I'm going to follow up my Elden Ring adventures with another Soulsborne game and... I might be done for. I've started Bloodborne. I've started uh, Dark Souls 3. Uh, it's going to happen sound someday. sound good. <laughs> it's going to happen someday. Yeah. I know I'm going to love yeah. both of them. I, you know, if they ever, like, maybe remake Dark Souls 1, mm. I would recommend that wholesale. Yeah. It's, it's sort of the best map design mm. I think I've ever seen in a game. Cool. Just, just maps that make you go, oh, I feel so taken care of. Uh-huh. Like... By the developing team. Okay, anyway. Uh, what else is in the news? Man, Diablo 4 dropped a beta. Um, uh, what do you think about Diablo? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. I, I know I have a lot of friends who are big into Diablo 2 in the in the, the times of Diablo 2. Right. Uh, I've been reading reviews of even this beta, and people are saying that it's already like game of the year contender. Really? Just from the beta, yeah. Are you a Diablo person at all? I, I was a two guy. Okay. I played two. I didn't mess around with three at all. Um, it sounds like four is something to try, at least just to see like if this is a thing that could suck you back in. Like, is, is it like a big time suck game? It feels like a big time suck game to me. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm afraid of. And I kind of just started Final Fantasy fourteen. I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of a mistake. Uh, I because I love it, and I knew, and I. It's like trying heroin. You're sure. like, well, you liked it. 
So now what, you <laughs> idiot? <laughs> You'll have to talk to our friend Roxy Poke about that. That is her. That is her Resident Evil at this yeah. point. She is uh, deep in it. Our plan was because me and Tyler did an episode last week that was like how to start playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and it was us. <laughs> Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. The episode is basically just us googling how to start playing the game because <laughs> we don't know how. And then we both on the episode were like, we should have had Roxy on this episode. And then we both decided, no, it would be better to not embarrass ourselves, to like figure out some stuff and then have her on to like talk about right. it. Right. But I love it. And uh, me and friend of the show, Tyler Schnepp and David Danella, were cruising around in there and, you know, doing little beating up guys and stuff. Cool. And uh, it was really fun. And I feel like if I'm going to make one game my that kind of game, mm. it's going to be Final Fantasy XIV. Probably that tracks. Not that tracks. Uh, what else? What else? Sea of Stars. Are you going to get this? Are you going to play this game, Sea of Stars? Why don't you... Listen, I know all about Sea of Stars, but maybe you want to explain for the listener a little yes. bit about what it is. <laughs> well, let me just make sure I exactly know what it is. Because oh, I heard- okay. I do know what it is. I do know what it is. Yeah. I, like I said, I know what it is. Okay, right, yeah, but do I is the good yep. question here. Uh, it's it's like a it's definitely like a top down, like JRPG style game, right? Mm-hmm. But it's uh the game is inspired by role playing games such as Illusion of Gaia, Breath of Fire, and Chrono Trigger. Uh, is it? It was kickstarted. Uh, the game is being scored by Eric Bieber additional tracks from Chrono Trigger composer. So the Chrono Trigger composer is doing some music for it. It's not like by the people doing. It's not no nobody who made Chrono Trigger is part of this mm. though. Other than okay, it's also a prequel to a game we talked about many years ago on this very show called The Messenger. <laughs> what? You remember The Messenger, the ninja guided like yeah. game? What? How dare yeah. the it, that feels like what game do we have the rights to? Right. For this. Yeah. Listen, uh, this game looks gorgeous. Yeah. It's yeah. And it uh I'm listen, I'm on seaofstars.co. Uh some sort of generic website explaining Get off of it. It'll give your computer a virus <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they talk about it sounds like their combat system is close to Mario RPG combat. Where pressing the action button, I'm literally reading from the website, pressing the action button in sync with the animation <laughs> increases damage output while reducing incoming damage. Like I you know, I I I I think that's good. I I think that's cool. I yeah. that's the only like turn-based RPG combat that I ever like really gronked. I could I could never handle a menu system. It felt like I was too disconnected. Yeah. I definitely prefer the Paper Mario give me a push A, I'll right. bonk a guy harder. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's okay. That well, uh I'm going to buy that right, game I'm and never it. play it. I'm yeah, going to buy it yeah. and it's going to sit on my Switch forever. Fair. There's another game like that called like crap. What's it called? It was like another uh, Chained Echoes is another game Chained like Echoes. that, where it's like a beautiful JRPG top-down pixel art, but haven't played it yet. Everyone loves it. God bless it. Yeah, God bless it. I'm, Keep going. I'm Keep glad it's there it. for the folks. I'm glad it's there for the folks who need it. TMNT: The Last Ronin is a video game that's in development. Uh, it will be a single-player action game inspired by God of War. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've never read a more like metal sentence in my life. And the image is just Raphael in like a complete samurai gear. Do you know the the story of the last Ronin comic? No. At all? Um it's perfect for a video game exactly like this. The idea is so you say it's Raphael. I don't know if it's Raphael. And I actually don't know if the story ever revealed it. The idea is that three of the four Ninja Turtles have died. And there's just the last one wandering the world. But he has all the weapons. So it's unclear oh. which turtle. He, so it's kind of like, did did Donatello go to the dark side after losing all his brothers? So it's like, we don't I know which turtle. I love this. Yeah. And it's a great idea. But even when you describe it now as like the most metal sentence, it's like, that is kind of a like... What if Michelangelo was dead? And I'm kind of like, oh I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> like Ninja Turtles are uh, a little more fun <laughs> to me than that grim of a story. If this game yeah. comes out and is great, like it's a, it's a great idea and it's a great game or a great story to be adapted for a Ninja yeah. Turtles video game. Yeah. Are you gonna? Are you saying you are gonna play it or you don't like that it's so gritty? <laughs> I think it, uh, it, it'll depend on like you know, what more we find out about it. Cause it's still probably a couple yeah. years away. Yeah. I, I th- it tickles me like in, in like a fun narrative way. I mean, you just describing that pitching. It was like, I was like, I I'm sold, uh-huh. but I mean, I agree with you ultimately. Like the turtles are about being silly and eating pizza yeah. too. I think I would get it in spite of myself and just be like, I, okay, yeah. this is not the direction I would head with in the Ninja Turtles, but yeah. Take me I for definitely, a ride, we do have a lot of goofy turtles stuff, though. I That's will true. say that there's a we there's no we're not f- wanting for like a in the same way that like maybe we are wanting for a goofy Batman thing. Sure. <laughs> like, uh, you know, um, so at least there's that. Let's see here. What else? What else? Uh, oh, I found out something kind of bad that I didn't <laughs> want to find out. So, Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out in May. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 16 is coming out in June. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me want to die. <laughs> that makes, like, that's like, am I rushing through Tears of the Kingdom then? Right. Am I, am I waiting till August to, for Final Fantasy? How long am I playing Tears of the Kingdom? To? Are you I guess able that's to unclear, juggle but. two games? I don't think, not like that. I'll tell you this. Juggling Dark Souls and Resident Evil 4, I don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd much rather... Okay, here's a game, Here's two games I'd love to juggle. Ready? Dark Souls and Wario Land 3. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mention that because uh, I had just like an hour between like playing Resident Evil 4 yesterday and going to like hang out and socialize with friends yeah, <laughs> away right. from video games, which I was uh, furious to have to heart, do. Heartbroken. heartbroken. Um, and I started WarioWare on that Nintendo Game Boy Advance. Uh, oh, great. Uh, That's Nintendo on there Switch now? That, yeah. that dropped? Yeah, great. And that was the perfect game. I was like, this is exactly what I need to do yeah. a micro game Yeah. when I'm also running through the castle uh, uh, shooting cultists. Like, like that is oh, the perfect yeah. Uh, yeah. counter taste. Yeah, right. Resident Evil 4 remake and then like Dead Cells. Yeah. Like a game that's like a loop or something. Right. Like, or or uh, you know, Slay the Spire. Like those are I like juggling two games like that. Mm-hmm. Uh but you're right, Final Fantasy and Breath yeah. of the Wild 2 are pretty close. 
Like, uh, yeah. Open and, world, and again, massive it, explore, exploration games. And then I like playing Dark Souls like a fucking idiot. And it's like three high brow fantasy stories in a <laughs> row. Like, I don't even like the fantasy genre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's a bad um, genre. It's not the best genre. I, I like in I like in fi- in fantasy stories when it feels like something different. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um do you uh Yeah, what I I felt like the Games Club, Super NPC Games Club games made a nice compliment to whatever I was playing at the time. Like oh. Super Mario 64 felt like a good compliment to like you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And now I'm I'm just starting Pokemon Blue, Blue, and that's nice. That is a nice, simple yeah. like. I, I think that's it. Like you almost need to meticulously plan your counterbalance games so that you have yeah. a different game style, like different art style. Like I wouldn't want to play oh, yeah. two PlayStation Three era games at the same time. Like I want them to be visually different. Yeah. And Pokemon and Resident Evil 4 Remake right now are probably as disparate of art styles as they make in the right. medium. Right. Kind of perfect. Yeah. I, I yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Put a little thought into your, uh, yeah, into, mm-hmm. into your, into your juggling, into your games you're juggling. Um, let's see here. Is there anything else we need to mention? Mm, uh, too excited. Got to talk about RE4. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, though. When we come back, we're going to give you our first impressions of Resident Evil 4 Remake. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and I've got my my best bud, Michael McCaller, here with me to talk about our best game, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Uh, okay, so a little backstory. If you're just now tuning into the show, you've never heard us before. Every year they come out with a Resident Evil thing, it <laughs> seems like, and every year we play them and give our first impressions the weekend of the game's release. This started with a RE2 remake, which mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if you would agree with me, but I think that's sort of maybe it's it set the bar for a lot of things. Like not it remakes for sure. Mm-hmm. It's the best remake. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake's really good. You know, it's up there. Final Fantasy VII remake I think borrows. A lot from RE2 Remake, mm. actually, including the look of it, like the lighting effects and stuff. Like, there's often times when I'm walking through areas, like, it's like RE2 Remake taught us how to be respectful of the property that it came from. Yeah, that sounds you right. Know? I've, I've often described Resident Evil 2 Remake as feeling like, Resident Evil 2 is my favorite game of all time. Yeah. Uh, it feels like getting to play your favorite game new again. Right. And yeah. it's... You're exactly right, because it is the same game. It is the same story. It is the same locations, but mm-hmm. it's just new enough that everything feels fresh, and it's it, it's like rebuilding that central emotion that the story evokes from the first game, this tension of right. not knowing what's around the next corner or if you're going to have enough bullets to dis- defeat it. And, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 2 Remake, 
you're exactly right. Respectful of what came before while being its own deal. Yeah. And, and like, you know, like taking an inventory of like, okay, we're going into this area. Um, let's make it really rewarding for people who loved this, you know, the, whatever Hondo's weapon shop or whatever. (laughs) What's the, what's it called? Hondo Kendo's weapon shop or whatever. Yeah. Um, so then they remade Resident Evil 3 mm-hmm. the very next year, I believe, right? Yeah. And then 8 came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and now 4 remake. Uh, 3 was a different team. Yes. And uh, was good. Was still good. Yeah. I've, uh, heard, it, I've but- heard it said before that it almost feels like 2 remake was a sequel to 3 remake. 3 remake is what you think about yeah. like if they're going to remake it it's like a little more linear it's kind of more like actiony and straightforward right. and the changes aren't exciting like i would say in 2 remake all the changes are like thrilling because you again right. you you know it's coming but then they play with you just enough 3 does almost none of that yeah uh so it does feel like a step backwards from 2 remake but it's right. it is fun it's good like nemesis yeah. is funny looks looks great yeah yeah um 8 is like my number two Resident Evil of all time, I really loved eight a lot. Yeah. Um. Have you have you cold gotten colder on that game as time has gone on, or do you, you know, still like it a lot? I think I have. Like, I have a lot of fond memories of it, but I haven't played it. It's probably my least played Resident Evil that I love. Like yeah. all the other Resident Evils, seven included. Like I played and played and played over and over. And eight, I kind of. Did it a couple of times. I almost feel like I'm ready to play eight again. Yeah, yeah. I could I could stomach going back to it. And they added a third person mode that like gives you a new reason, like a new way to play a it. A new way to look yeah. at the game. Yeah, but that's really cool. I would definitely uh, want to play it in third person if I was going to go back. Because it also seems like that would make the game feel less claustrophobic because you're like out of that view and you mm-hmm. can see your peripheral better and but then they came out with the dlc for eight and i think that was like that's a, that's that was the closest i had to like myself getting cold on the game because mm. i thought it just uh sucked to put it <laughs> to put it nicely um yeah i like uh, i like that dlc a lot uh for a couple of moments but you're right like if that is a four-part story like act three is incredible and acts one two and four are the worst thing they got going for them. I think, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, RE4 remake uh, comes out. Our, Resident Evil 4, for people who weren't around when this game came out originally, was like set the bar for, you know, third-person action games. I think, like, what did it do? All the things that it did, like, it it introduced us to like, something like a horde mode, for sure. Mm-hmm. It was like a big thing it 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 did i feel like just like third person shooting got good there right feel resident evil 4 feels to me like one of the most influential games they ever made like right resident evil 4 happened and then from that point on third person action games were in that perspective yeah played that way kind of looked that way um we see it today like god of war ragnarok is resident evil 4 again Mm -hmm. like yeah, right. They all became that. Gears of War. Like, it, it just became the the default for third-person action games. Yeah, definitely Gears of War. Gears of War is, like, the was one of the closest, I feel like, just copy-paste. Yeah. But just, like, changed all the 
the scenarios and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but Resident Evil 4 also did a couple things that I, I know that you and I are pretty aligned on that we don't love, which mm-hmm. is, like, that's where the series got really stupid, yep. kind of, and on purpose. Like, it, it, it took itself way less seriously. Um, I know that, like, going back, I wasn't, like, this, I mean, this isn't fair, but it's, like, I, I didn't, I don't love, like, the look of Resident Evil 4, like, the browns and the grays. Like, it's a very drab-looking yes. game. Um. And I would also argue that, like, you know, as somebody who loved fixed camera Resident Evil 1 through 3, 4 was invigorating and exciting. And then it was, like, right after 4, I was like, damn, I wish they could get back to fixed camera angles. I know that time has passed. I know we're not going to get them anymore. But, like, 5 and 6, I don't like. I don't think they're good games. Right. Right. Should have been made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So like for it's it's this sick signature like it almost feels like I don't know. It's cool when your baby starts becoming their own person and you yeah. like you like like I don't know twelve to thirteen when they start having their own opinions on like Star Wars and then uh-huh. when they turn fifteen they start doing meth and then you're like yeah, I right, don't yeah. like this part of you and you can see yeah. that the beginnings of the bad part happening even in the parts that you love. There's a lot of that with right. Resident Evil Four. Yeah, because when they were watching Star Wars, they were like, my opinion is like there's not enough meth. And, <laughs> and you're like, well, that wasn't, I don't know how that applies. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think uh, it was. it's often considered the best Resident Evil game ever made, uh, definitely for its time as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, especially coming off the heels of like Code Veronica, which I don't think did them any favor. I don't think Code Veronica was a big hit or anything. Yeah. So... You have this landmark title that I would say I would say Resident Evil Four to they are like Metal Gear Solid One, Final Fantasy Seven, and like absolute classics, like yep. loved and adored by so many people. Um, so you know, like with two, they had a lot of eyes on this thing and a lot of speculation around it, and a lot of I think people I don't want to say rooting against it, but like definitely like okay, show us what you got. Mm-hmm. Like you want to remake this? Let's let's see. So, cut to, we're playing it now. Mikey, what do you think? I think it's a fucking, uh, <laughs> uh, stuck the landing. Perfect, 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm in on it, baby. Yeah. I yeah. love this game so much. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm, and, and 4 is a game that I liked, but I wouldn't probably go back to, you know? Mm. Um, especially, like, I played it at the time, loved it when it first came out, and then, like, played it much later, like, 2018 or something, played, like, the remake mm-hmm. or the remaster. And was like, great, great, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. And I love parts of it. I love parts of the... I love, like, the little Napoleon guy. <laughs> Luis, like, Luis or whatever. Uh, But I wouldn't have... Like, like I'll play 2 and even nemesis three forever mm-hmm. probably the even the playstation ones so what is it about this game though that's so damn good um i feel like the resident evil 2 remake hit a, a feeling that i never quite know how to describe well but like the mario 64 feeling of it just feels nice to run around in it yeah yeah um so getting resident evil 4 to feel that way is like a big step even right. as you were describing four a second ago and you were like, it's so full of browns and grays. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's a section in this game that I'm not sure if we're going to talk about because I know we had a, <laughs> a, uh-huh. a limit on spoilers. There's a section where like it's sunset. And yeah, there right. Are, there are beautiful colors. Like I was playing it and just like taking in the colors that were reflecting. And it was like vivid purples and pinks as the sun was setting. And I was like emotional about it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not, it is not a, a, brown and gray game anymore it looks right. good and it's like it's a it's a black game sometimes in the way that resident right. Evil 2 remake also was it's very dark in a lot of times and uh when leon decides to pull out his flashlight and not is interesting to me i right yeah <laughs> i always want him to have his flashlight out i would love yeah to yeah oh that that's flashlight. yeah it's a good point yeah like like i'm oftentimes in a cave like buddy this feels dark doesn't it yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. i yeah so i I agree. Like that was the that's the first thing you notice. I think about all all of these remakes is that like they just like feel so good to move around in mm-hmm. and walk around in, and everything is so nice to look at in it. Like I'm even if it is like a cow that is like being feasted upon by maggots, <laughs> I'm still like zooming in. Like oh my god, it's so it looks so gorgeous. Um, so uh, there will be no major spoilers for this game at all. Uh, this is a first impression. Um, we were supposed to get to a certain point in the game and know when to stop talking about it there. Mm-hmm. I was like, easy, I can make it. In my brain, that part of the game that you mentioned was way sooner than it was. Mm. I have not gotten to... Interesting. The, the gigant. What's his name? Gi- uh, El Gigante. El Gigante. El Gigante. Gigante? El Gigan- Gigante or whatever. Gigante. Yeah. <laughs> I have not gotten to El Gigante yet. Okay. I right right where I am right now is um I'm finding a, a couple of like keys to put in the hands I think of the the statue like I just finished oh, the lake okay like I just I just I just harpooned my monster in the lake gotcha and, okay and I'm like God of War style cruising around in my boat crashing into loot which is <laughs> such a funny thing they borrowed from that yeah. game like it's like. And it kind of, in in a way, it kind of like was like, oh, God of War did take from this, and now it's taking from yeah. God of War in a cool way. This game is a conversation, really, between it artists. Is. It is, yeah. Um, it's a mirror, yeah. I will say, um, the, the one of the best and worst things about Resident Evil Four Original is how they have these set piece moments and they are back to fucking back. <laughs> like, yeah, right. You beat the insane lava room in the castle and then the <laughs> next room is a minecart challenge. Like there's there's so much stuff <laughs> yeah. happening. And right. um I guess this is a spoiler. In the original game, you fight Del Lago and then it's like a room or two later that you fight El Gigante. And right. that is, yeah. I would argue, a big problem because those are two of the most iconic moments of that game and they right. kind of, they need that moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. And the quest you're on right now is the moment they need to breathe. Like, yes. they, they they acknowledge that. They're like, yes, we can't have these moments yeah. uh, uh, bookshelved together next to each other. They have yeah. to have some level in between there. And I love that little level where you're running around in the caves. Like, the lake is much yeah. bigger now. Uh, um, so fun. I, yeah, I completely agree. Like, I, because, you know, if you've played this game even somewhat recently, like I have, uh, and then now are playing the remake, 
unlike two, it's sort of unclear what is new right off the mm. bat. You kind of have to do some digging. And I guess that is something we should we should mention too is like so this is the third remake they've done. Mm-hmm. But it's the first remake they've done where w- far less imagination needs to take place. Yeah. Because 2 and 3 were fixed camera PS1 games moving into a PS4 space, which is like right. a crazy leap. Going from Resident Evil 4 original that was also remastered to modern consoles to this, it's like much less of a graphical jump and even a gameplay jump. Yes. Um, but for, but like this is still, it's like a weird thing where it's like, did I need this game? I guess I don't need any game, but did <laughs> I, but am I glad it? I have it? Yeah. Cause I'm a glutton. Give me, yes. Yeah, give me everything. Give me more, you know? In the way that, like, 2 and 3 remake were... You were playing a new game yes. with those remakes. This very much feels like Resident Evil 4. Like, it, it feels does. like playing Resident Evil 4 with just yeah. a lot of streamlining, and it just feels nicer, and it's... Right. And it's just enough surprises. Like, there have been enough surprises to keep me on my toes, but there has sure. been nothing that has been, like... Uh, that's not true. A, a little later in the game, there are some things that are like, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> like, yeah. that are very exciting. Um, oh, good. Yeah. I think for sure, like, early on in the game, it's pretty tit for tat. Like, the 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 town layout is the same. Like, I knew mm-hmm. where to go right away. Exactly, run up, yes. Run up the top, the second story of the house and jump out the window. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like, like those little things, those, like... Uh, the lake monster. Mm-hmm. It's a very similar fight, you know. Here's a, a village question, though. Did you ever go up the, like, tall steeple to get a grenade in the original one? I'm sure I did. Did yeah. you do that in this one? No. Because that was the first moment where I was like, oh, we're playing around. In that one, when in, in this new one, in the yeah. remake, if you climb up that uh, ladder to get a grenade up there immediately the floor collapses and you're oh, right great. back in <laughs> the mess great. of things. I thought I was going to be able to get up there and catch my breath. Take yeah, some time, right. Maybe throw a grenade or two down there and thin the horde a little bit. No, no, no. They were like, surprise, yeah. you're back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I, I assume there was stuff like that going on for sure. Um, like different item placements at least. And, or like mm. a lot, the inclusion of way more treasures and items and hidden things. That seems to be where they've taken a lot of like leeway and liberties mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but a lot of the same puzzles are still there. Like you know, hey, you got to knock down the 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 dirty well is dirty, so you don't want the pearl necklace yes. to fall in. You have to knock the thing down, and then mm-hmm. so it's clean when you sell it to my my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can't remember if that came first or second. But there's also a second iteration of that puzzle that's new. Where it's yeah. on like a windmill <laughs> and you have to oh, shoot it right. on the right side because if you shoot it on the left side of the windmill, then it falls in the in the it dirty falls right. Yeah. 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 It's it's the same thing. It's it's the reverence for the original. They know that you played the original and they're giving you little treatsies. <laughs> Just yeah. like you're you're excited to see the pearl pendant again. Um all the treasures you're finding are stuff from the old game. But like in just new enough, like I would almost argue all the treasures feel more intentional. Oh, it, sure. It used to be like in the original four, it felt like they were kind of haphazard. They were kind of scattered all about. And now it feels like you do this specific puzzle or you go this specific route and you earn this specific thing. Yeah. Hmm. 
Did uh do you uh what version of the game did you buy? I bought the deluxe edition, which was like a ten dollar upcharge from the standard. I just bought the regular one. Okay. Um, because yeah. I had to at the last minute buy it digitally, which was a sure. which is a bummer. Uh, I wanted it <laughs> on my shelf. Yeah, but right. I also wanted to play it Thursday night at nine p.m. I know we can't. Uh, we haven't solved for that yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was afraid of the digital deluxe edition because I didn't. I don't know. I want like a clean box art, and I didn't want it to say deluxe on my like icon. And I don't know oh. if it even does or not. Yeah, so that's yeah, like, right. weird. But I was always like in my head, I can buy it later if I want that extra content. Oh, can you just buy like a ten dollar upgrade? I think so. I think that DLC is, or, and I think you can even buy it piecemeal. Like the original soundtrack was something that I'm interested oh. for a second playthrough. Sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah. For right now, I went just regular. You got the deluxe edition though. I got the deluxe edition, which it gives you a bunch of costumes. But one thing it does is it gives you, I think, two um, weapons, starting weapons that are not you're just your pistol. Oh. Which like in your inventory. In your inventory, which is weird. So you start out, like, I started out with two pistols and a shotgun. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes, I did see that. That's, like, the very, that's, that shotgun's from, like, Resident Evil 3. Yeah. It's, like, it is, like, a a pump-action shotgun where he, like, like, when he shoots, he, like, spins it around in his hand to reload. He's, like, it's. That's cool. I hate, I, I hate this about myself playing this game, but, like. Man, the shooting is real good. In it this. is. It is. The shooting. I, I love to shoot guns in this game. Yeah. And it makes me feel like a sicko and a fiend, <laughs> but I do love it. It is such good shooting. I was uh, showing my girlfriend the uh, the shooting gallery. Have you gotten to the shooting gallery? Yes. Yes. I haven't done it yet, though, because I I was on... I mean, we'll get to it, but like one thing that's kept me mighty distracted in this game is that like I'm not a completionist by any stretch, but give me a nice big map with a bunch of icons and I will go to those icons, <laughs> sir. I will get those treasures. So I'm like rich as a sultan right now and oh, yeah. like have all of Yeah, I've just I, and I've been doing every blue letter challenge right away. Yep. Like don't leave it. And the reason why is like it's too much fun. I like going and hunting the little medallions in, in a way that I didn't I think in the ba- in the original. Really? Yeah. I I I loved the uh, the medallions in the original, but it was it always felt sad that there are only two areas of it. Yeah. There's a lot more medallions in this game. I'll tell you yeah. that. I am finding clever, medallions. <laughs> yes. Clever like uh the witness style uh envi- environmental puzzle challenges. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then so the shooting gallery um Jeremy, I don't know if I'm uh, proud of me. <laughs> I have 19 hours in this game that came oh. out Thursday night. Um, and I would say I'm five hours into the story. Wow. I have S-ranked and 100%ed all the shooting. And I've gotten two, like, two, I've gotten to the second shooting gallery. So there's six shooting missions. And I've S-ranked and 100%ed them all. And they take a long time because I think, first of all, I'm very bad at video games. Sure. But when you talk about, like, how fun the shooting is, like, learning the mechanics and the, like, yeah. there, are, there are moments in these shooting gallery challenges where it's like, oh, well, this is impossible. I can't do this. And then you have to, like, really learn how to use, like, the second shooting gallery gives you the TMP. 
Yeah. And you have to get oh. precise shots with the TMP. And I was like, that's not a thing. That's not how this gun works. Right. And it really teaches you how to shoot the TMP to get precision <laughs> shots. And it takes me a long time. That's but so funny. <laughs> I can't I can't let it go. I have to just wow. continue grinding on it. I I'm is it does it give you infinite ammo when you're like doing the gallery? Uh yes. It gives Okay, it, you're, you're it, not like wasting your own inventory. Exactly. Yes. Okay. It's free to play the game. It's free to do the shooting gallery. There's no uh PETA challenge or cost to it. And they give you the guns. They give you an entire inventory. So you'll get like this challenge is a pistol specific challenge. You get the gotcha. you get the pistol they give you, yeah. and they give you more than enough ammo to just like yeah. go nuts on it if you want. Are you buying all the guns in from the merchant for the base game? I did not buy the TMP specifically. We're getting kind of into the weeds here, folks, yeah. just so you know. And again, I do promise this is all early talk. This right. is all early conversation. Um but uh you know, I did that stupid thing, of course, where like I didn't buy the rifle mm-hmm. right away, like an idiot, and then had to do that whole bridge challenge without sniping anyone and just right. infinite people spawning, trying to kill me, and like <laughs> just a nightmare. Um, so I, I've been trying to like, if I think they're cool, sometimes I'll look it up, like I look mm. the bolt, like the crossbow I bought. I've been really irresponsible with my money in this game okay. in that, what like, been <laughs> I've been buying all the guns as soon as they're available oh, and great. selling old guns and then later buying them back. Oh, so, that's not good. <laughs> it's not. No. Um, they make a big deal out of it when you first start buying stuff from the merchant that, like, yeah. all your upgrades that you put on your guns, when you sell them back to him, you'll get almost exactly what you spent on them. Right. So the game is trying to encourage you to upgrade your gun and then don't feel like you're locked in because you yeah. can sell it back and get. There's a money. very handy note that says as much. Yes. It's the game telling you, hey, we're just looking out for you. Right. Yeah. Have fun. Experiment. Yeah. And I took that too literally because I'm just like, it's almost like the things I did in the original Resident Evil 4. Like my strategies for like, I never buy the first rifle in the original Resident Evil 4. And I skipped the first oh. rifle here and I waited for the second one that doesn't have the like pull you out of the scope animation to reload like after every shot i can't do that i don't like that so i just skip that rifle and get the second one when it becomes available but yeah i bought i bought the bolt thrower i sold my pistol and bought a tmp thinking that my tmp would just be my new pistol oh yeah you don't get enough bullets for it that was not uh, that that was like one merchant to the next merchant i was like all right that was a mistake sold the tmp back to him yeah right good good yeah yeah i i i mean i i definitely like sold my because like the the DLC pistol or whatever was like much better in every stat than the original, so I sold the original pistol and have a pistol. I, but you know the way that I've been approaching combat though is also a little different than RE. Remind me in, in the original RE four, you could have your guns all registered to like the D pad, right? No. Oh, okay. How did it, was it work? All going into your menu. No and equipping. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, that's it. Took sucks. a long time. <laughs> yeah, um, so, I actually think it was you who made this point and kind of like framed it for me when we were talking about RE4, maybe for Games Club. Um, that combat almost becomes a puzzle in that way that you have yeah. to you have to pause it and go into your menu and kind of think about like what to do next, and it gives right. you that second to breathe, and then you step back in and you're back yeah. in combat. It still allows you to do that, like because it'll allow you to like go to the menu, pause, right. heal, 
and then come out. But I've mapped, so they give you not just uh, your whole D-pad's worth of slots, but like an additional one as Double well. Double D-pad, yeah. So I've been rolling with something I've never thought I would do, two shotguns. Oh. I rolled two shotguns. Interesting. And the, and the reason I roll two shotguns is if I'm getting swarmed, which has happened now, this has actually been useful on two different occasions. Uh-huh. I go to my pump action shotgun, unload the entire clip, and then immediately go to my other shotgun, get it out. And it's like I have one <laughs> shotgun with so much ammo in it. That's a great idea. I, it's rocks. <laughs> I hadn't even considered how that is like a new combat mechanic because yeah. I've been doing a lot of like pistol until they get too close to me and then you quick shoot to switch to shotgun like fire one or two shots to just like thin them and then go back to pistol to pistol because you're because you're trying to save your shotgun ammo yeah i think right uh and don't get me wrong i have run out of shotgun ammo and then just had two giant shotguns in my inventory (laughs) like well this is less good but uh but most of the time I mean, this game is cheating. It's dropping ammo kind of willy-nilly crazy. Like, you'll go back to an area and there'll just suddenly be more ammo there yeah. than you... There's so many conveniences in this game that I think are also very funny. Like, <laughs> a dog will drop handgun ammo. <laughs> like, I, I love that about the game, too. I, that I was yeah. using the bolt thrower because you can pick your bolts back up. Right. Whenever I saw a crow, and the crows are way too big in this game. Yeah. It's very funny how big the crows are. But they all have, like a hundred bucks yeah. and I've been stealing <laughs> that crow's life savings each time yeah. I kill right. them. Right. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's so, but I, yeah, I, the combat in this to me, if it wasn't already so good in the original game, it's just so much better now with that ability to like, again, just like, yeah, bolt thrower, headshot, somebody switch to pistol, get a few people out in the peripheral. Someone's coming shotgun back. Go back to pistol, you know, mm-hmm. or go back to rifle or, you know, get whoa, get your knife out. Do what, you know what I mean? The, also, I don't think, was the knife parry in the original game? No. Because there's a knife parry in this. I don't even think that's in three remake or two remake, No, right? that's a brand new thing. That's pretty Very sick. fun. Yeah, pretty good. The way that they um, indicate you can do it, it's at the bottom right corner of the screen is yeah. a very small L1. And I never noticed it. And it's just like, you get used to it and you start to like knife parry everybody all of a sudden right dude it's very generous i think with its window it is timing window um also and here's another really small thing most of the time to run in most video games is the left stick click yeah and which i hate (laughs) i've always hated like constantly clicking in my left stick it always feels like i'm gonna break my yeah stick for whatever reason i hate those as buttons Yes, I don't. I don't like them. them as buttons. They're not good as buttons. Uh, this game has that, but also R one. R one. It's a kind of a game changer. It's changed everything. Yeah. I just. <laughs> am I ready to run? Click. It's one click, and and he keeps running. It's not like a hold to run that right. Resident Evils, I feel like have have done for forever. Yeah, yes. one click, you're running. It makes yeah. the motion like or the movement feel so much more fluid. He's Ugh. just doing it. Oh, it's great. It's, That's also where Quick Turn really... is. Which oh, is right. Kind of breaking my brain. I still want it to be the Resident Evil Two remake Quick Turn, and oh, it's not. Which is what is? That? I want to say it was Circle. Um, oh, right, right, okay, yeah. Like down in Circle. So I've I've a couple of times now with Leon pressed down and ducked. 
Yes. Which is not what you yeah. want to do. No, <laughs> running not away what you want to from, do. Yeah. From I've, got, I've gotten straight up just murked by guys because I ducked. Yeah. Like, instead <laughs> of doing whatever I wanted to do, I just ducked out of the way. Well, uh, Dark Souls. Ugh, God. Dark Souls is dodge rolls on the circle button. So, of yes. course, I'm dodge rolling. I, and, and another thing about this game, too, is it's like, also not that dissimilar from Dark Souls and like mm. it's gameplay. So like I'm playing them the same way, which right. is like to creep into an area with my defenses up and then s- check it out first. And it's like, anyways, it's like, I'm like in two living two different realities at once. Um, You're much farther along in the game than I am. You're, mm. if you're already at the castle, that means you're much farther. Uh, I'm assuming you haven't, you know, this game has just been hot, hot, hot for you this entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been actually doing a weird thing with this game that I've never done before. I tried to do it with three remake, but got sick of it early. Um, I'm streaming my entire first playthrough on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Even like not announcing it, but just like having it. So I have those videos and then I'm going to pull them all out and cut it together into a big YouTube clip. So just for posterity, I will have my first playthrough and reactions to it forever. That feels like important. I would like to go back and rewatch you that's know, cool. How I felt about Resident Evil 2 remake the first time, you know? Uh, yeah. So that's going to be cool to have. That's going to be nice. Yeah, that's going to be really great to have. Uh, what do you wish, if anything, they would have done differently about this remake? Any any kind of notes you have for it at all? <sighs> I wish, and it's not how Resident Evil 4 worked, so it's kind of not fair. Something I, I was definitely hoping, me and Roxy actually did a, a Resident Evil 4 Hopes and Fears episode of Super NPC. That's where right. We talked about yeah. it. Um, and I was hoping there would be more puzzles and more exploration and more backtracking, like Resident Evil 2 Remake. And they there's not much of that. It is kind of linear. There's a little bit of like, you'll they'll funnel you back through an area, but it's not like... Right. If you decide to, you know, you take the um, the club key and get to go yeah, back right. to the beginning and, and open all the club key doors. I would have had a couple more multi-room puzzles. Like, listen, sure. we're getting, as somebody who played Resident Evil 4 and was so bummed that puzzles were eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was all shooting. I am being blessed with puzzles in my Resident Evil 4. Uh, we were just talking about this cave section right after Del Lago. That is two or three major puzzles, but yeah. they're they're one big room puzzles as opposed to like I kind of want to um, get the the sense that if I take my like I, I want to see a hollow early in the yeah. game and right. find the stone book that goes in that hollow later. Yeah, um, there it there's there's they've kicked that up a notch in in this game. It's not just all action. It's a lot of there's a lot more puzzle stuff and and. Uh, maybe not so much connected to the central story, but like right. off the beaten path, you can do little challenges, little puzzles. But you're right. I don't. I don't know. I mean, so you're saying that you could use more of that. Yeah, and and yeah. it's very much more my aesthetic than something the game is doing wrong. Right. But you know, like it's tough for me. They've gotten everything right. There's like yeah. even narratively, there are a lot more like, and they did this in Resident Evil Two Remake too. Like Leon is much more of a character in this yeah. game and has clear wants there. Mm-hmm. They, they made it clear. It's not just like this ephemeral get out of the city. It's, it's like Leon needs to find the virus in Resident Evil two, right? He needs this experiment because it's going to bring umbrella down. 
And sure, yeah. He, even once you get Ashley, it's like, it's not just about rescuing Ashley. It's like, what does it look like to rescue Ashley? Next, we need to get to this location because it has this thing that will help us in our mission. Like, it's yeah. better written. It's It plays better. It yeah. looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's my perfect game. I, yeah. love it. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. And I felt, I, even yeah. the gameplay, like, I fell into a, a shooting bonus gallery. Like... It's it's hard not to like just love being in the world and and again playing the game. Yeah. It's it's so good to play the game in this game. I mean again like I I want to commend RE2 remake for that and Final Fantasy 7 remake. I think both very good remakes where gosh, it's just fun to play the game. Yeah. Is it fun to run around in the original Final Fantasy 7? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's decidedly not. Is it fun to run around in art original RE2? No. I think so, but it's but it's also decidedly not. Like right. it, it's, it's mostly not. I it's think mostly so, door I, loading screens. Yeah. Right? I'm that's a sicko. <laughs> I'm a sicko and I think it's fun, but it's like that's all nostalgia. Uh this is like, yeah, it's 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 damn near perfect. I'm not far enough into the game where I feel very comfortable giving any kind of notes or anything. I just hope my hope for my playthrough is that in like I I I want to put up Kendo as like a big North star. Mm -hmm. The way they handled Kendo and RE2 remake is a really great, they should do that a lot. Yeah. And often they should never, they should never hold back when they think, Hey, maybe we actually subvert what you think of this person. Yeah. That should always be in their sights. And so far, I haven't gotten a lot of that. Although I do like my big guy a lot more, uh-huh. the the big Frankenstein's monster <laughs> guy. Victoria Mendez. Yes, Mendez is cool. Uh, Luis is the same. Some of these feel very same, samey mm-hmm. or whatever to the. Um, Luis was my thinking. Like, there's a couple of very small Luis moments, but that make him feel more like a character good. and like kind of more interesting. Yeah. And yeah, That's he's good. he's he's got some uh, some depth and shading going on. That's I mean, and that's what you want, right? You want like, oh, I've seen these people before, but now I'm seeing them in a different light or whatever. Right. So that would be that's my hope for the rest of the game, I, I suppose. Um, what about like, what's next? Because now that they've done, remade four, right? We're in a bit of a pickle, me mm-hmm. thinks, with these remakes because. There's still one on the table they have not... There's, I guess there's technically two on the table they could remake in these engines. What are you thinking? I'm thinking the first game and Code Veronica. Yes. That's, yeah. And then five and six, I don't see them remaking. I never would have guessed four would have come after three. I thought for sure we'd get Code Veronica. Yeah. You know, right. ba- back when, like, in the, even before, like, Resident Evil 3 was announced, like, there was that time when we knew it was coming, and, it, like, the rumors were there, and, and we had enough inside info to know that 3 Remake is coming, and I was like, okay, great, we'll get 3 Remake, we'll get 8, we'll get right. Code Veronica. But then right. people started talking about 4, so I don't know if there's something about, like, the numbering. Like, I know, obviously, like, Resident Evil 4 is going to sell better than... Resident Evil colon subtitle, whatever it is, right? Yeah, because people right. kind of know that. I mean, they learned that lesson the first time. Yeah, they, they, yeah, 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 right. 
Right. So I, I don't know if, if, it, if it's just the like a pure business thinking that Resident Evil 5 is going to sell better and be the next thing that people like. I guess <laughs> I would love to see Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 0 handled together. Sure. Uh, just because sure. Resident Evil 1 feels kind of short. Um, and right. I, 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 it would be tough to get like this, you know, third person action kind of version of it out. Right, right. Uh, without it feeling like a DLC for sure. something. But so, yeah, two, uh, zero could maybe pad it out. Mm-hmm. I think we'll probably oh, get zero next. You're right, yeah. Nine next, yeah. I would guess it would be nine. Right. And then we'll see if they even, maybe they're done with remakes. You know, four is the one that was like beloved and is this great, important game that, again, was hugely influential to video games. Uh, kind of transcends like the Resident Evil fandom. Like people who aren't generally Resident Evil fans still acknowledge that Resident Evil Four is like an all timer. Right, right. Maybe they're done with remakes. I don't know. I would almost. I would go that. I would do that <laughs> if I was them. <laughs> I might go. Oh man, Code Veronica! It would just be such a step back from Four. It's it's such a hard thing with Code Veronica because like that's the game that needs the remake most. You're that right. is the game that has like the weirdest gameplay, <laughs> the right. weirdest story, um, but the coolest ideas. There's so many cool. There's so much like there there that like yeah. a reimagined Steve could be good. <laughs> like you can see how it could be good. <laughs> sure, anything um, could be good. But it's like even the, Steve. <laughs> even Steve could be good if you made yeah. Kendo good. You can make Steve good. Sure, yeah. But, like, 4, it's, like, it almost requires less work to make 4 good because 4 started out as a 95, and now they've made right. it a 100. Great. Right. Easy. Right. Like, yeah. Code Veronica, it would take a lot of rethinking. It would yeah. take some marketing. Like, I don't know. Why does Resident Evil 5 have to be Chris goes to Africa? Why can't Resident Evil 5 be Claire goes to the Alfred Mansion? Yeah. Why don't yeah, we just call man. it Resident Evil 5? Yeah. What do we do it? <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil 5, I I don't see them going back to that at all. But I, I hope do not. I hope not. But I I mean, but yeah, like I think 0 1 and Code Veronica on the table. I and I would love them. I would love mm-hmm. to have them in that engine or whatever. Um Yeah, but it's tough now. Now that they've done I mean, they clearly just went for I'm surprised they did three. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, if they're not going to do Code Veronica, why do three? Is like uh, kind of my thinking. I think as many people played three as they played Code Veronica. I don't think yeah. either of those were very big. Well, also, I, I guess I could see it like it would be super weird for Capcom to release Resident Evil 2 and then Resident Evil 4. Sure. So it almost feels like, I guess we got to do three. Right, right. But- and they've kind of done one already. I mean, yeah, it is interesting to me that we have not been able to play as Chris Redfield in hmm. in a new RE engine game, right? Other than in eight, I guess we played as him in eight. Yeah, we got a little bit of him in seven too. He got a little DLC, but yeah, you're, you're right. Like we uh, haven't we haven't gotten a story about him. I don't think. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Huh. Code Veronica Very is interesting. just it, it just it would be so perfect. Like it fits like the two campaigns. Just do a Claire campaign and a Chris campaign in the same way yeah. you did a Leon and Claire campaign. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to have that. I also think that story is weird enough that I want to see it like done, yeah. done new. It would be cool to see it 
the Ashfords are so sick and weird and like well and the way that like i i think about resident evil 3 handling like the hunters and hunter gammas specifically like in the sewers right there are so many monsters in code veronica that look stupid because they're (laughs) rendered in a dreamcast and would be so (laughs) scary the guy with like i'm thinking about the guy with one long arm and no other arm like that in the re engine that we have today is a dream scary monster and we just are not going to get to see him here's the thing here's the thing that bothers me Mm -hmm. resident evil 3 when it started development it was just going to be a side story you weren't going to play as jill you were going to be like a detective trying to get out Mm. of resident uh, raccoon city it wasn't meant to be resident evil 3 code veronica was meant to be resident evil 3 but it was taking so long they were fi- they and they had some sort of contract with PlayStation that like they were supposed to deliver them Resident Evil 3 so they couldn't do a Dreamcast exclusive Resident Evil 3. Huh. So just because of some weird little business machination, we got a remake of Nemesis instead of a remake of Code Veronica. I this is hindsight. Knowing yeah, right. the, knowing the way Resident Evil 3 remake turned out, I would yeah. so much rather have a Code Veronica remake than the Resident Evil 3 remake we got even though yeah. I love that Resident Evil 3 remake a lot. But it was clearly like they had a second team handle it. They didn't give much time to it. They just got it out there. Why does Code Veronica get the shaft just because of that? Those simple business decisions at the time. I don't know. It's not fair. It's definitely yeah. It definitely is. It's strange. Um, It is. It is sort of strange. I, I I I could also see a world where they give Code Veronica to the three remake team. I could see that too. Yeah, and just go. Do your best. <laughs> <laughs> and let's be honest. If we get a Code Veronica remake, it's not going to be this A-team. It's not going to be the two and four remake team. It's going to no. be fine. Yeah. But even that, like, I, I say I would <laughs> I would rather have Code Veronica remake than three remake. I'd rather have a bad Code Veronica remake than no Code Veronica remake at all. Yeah, I agree. I, I And I think that at least Code Veronica would be more three. There's just not a lot. Well, I mean, actually, to be honest, actually, three is great. And uh, the original three, I like a lot. And I think that the original three, too, had more to it than that remake game. I mean, we remember there's like whole areas that they didn't include. Like, if they gave it to the other team, there's a chance that the Code Veronica remake could also be make missing parts to mm-hmm. it that we want. Like, maybe they just cut all of the Chris stuff and he just mm-hmm. shows up or whatever. Like... <laughs> Uh, that could be a thing. Anyway, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know, but I'm I'm sure glad we have this. And uh, I definitely know with this this RE4 remake. I typically blast through these remake these RE remakes. I think this one I'm going to take a little bit more of my time. And it's a game that seems like rewards you for taking a little bit more time. Like a lot of different cool things tucked away, hidden mm-hmm. here and there. And and uh, I have this thing. I guess I don't know if did do you have this called the expanded treasure map. Do you know about this? No, I want to say that was a deluxe edition thing. Yeah, if you can, if you purchase anything, I would purchase that. Oh yeah, uh, it makes definitely farming for like sellable items way easier mm. because like inevitably in every area there's like a treasure with a plus icon on it. Oh, and it's like a little hidden treasure like in almost every area, mm. and it's usually just the same thing. It's usually just like a little hanging lantern in a place that you wouldn't n- normally look or see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, you know, if you're trying to like upgrade all your weapons and, you Which know, I am. Yeah. I think it's like, it's so far helped me out quite a bit where okay. I'm like, 
I've maxed out one shotgun already and my knife and stuff. So it's like, mm. it's good. That knife feels like the first upgrade. Yeah. Step. Durability, durability for sure. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was need... like, I'm like, I ain't dealing with this knife breaking on me every two guys I stab with it. It's yeah. that's terrible. It is still always broken in my inventory. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, I use the knife so much. It's like, kind of expensive to repair. It is. It's expensive, and it also, um, it doesn't ever. It, it's got so many uses that like you can yeah. do stealth kills with it. Mm-hmm. You can do it as a defense item to break away when they grab you and. I have no discipline with that. Like, if I see R2 pop up, I'm knifing him. Oh, yeah. I gotta oh. knife him. Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about that, but, like, this was not a thing in the original game, but, like, sneaky little Metal Gear Solid, yes. like, stuff in this. Like, a lot of sneaking and getting... Be- like, I think you can do whole combat areas by just sneaking mm-hmm. around and, and taking enemies out. Like, pretty nice to not yeah. have to aggro every single cultist in the building <laughs> they're coming from the attic in the basement everyone's coming at you like you can kind of do some areas a little quieter which i really appreciate i think yeah it's fun it, i mean that was what was so good about resident evil 4 is that it felt like it was finding new ways you know to go from again like big swarms of guys versus one guy and one giant monster and then the lava room like and and this stealth gameplay it's like a new way of doing it it's a new um iteration of that gameplay i found a couple areas that if i had snuck all the way to the end i would have found like an insta kill for everybody oh really yeah a way like yeah. a lever you can pull to drop a whatever the fuck on everyone and i didn't do it i fucked it up <laughs> yeah shot them all i mean that's another thing too is like yeah oftentimes i've tried to sneak and then like the guy's like hey like like right away i'm like okay well i guess i don't <laughs> quite know how to do this yeah um well that's it I mean, there's not much more to talk about. I mean, uh, we're we're eagerly, you know, uh, awaiting whatever Capcom's going to do next with the series. But like, while we have this, it's been it's going to be uh, it's going to be a game we probably play and then replay a few more times after that. I mean, it's a, it really is great, recommended to everybody. Uh, you know, ten out of ten. It's interesting in this in this kind of what's you know shaping up to be like a prolific year in video games or mm-hmm. whatever. Um you know where this will stack with everything else but you know looking back it's like what do i think more about like because i think about like 2018 is that when re2 remake came out or 19 18 or 19 like it was early 19 i want to say early 19 yeah i think that year we gave like control game of the year Mm -hmm. what do i think more about control or re2 remake Uh, you know what i mean like these that game is so good it's definitely game of the year for that year uh yeah but we'll see. You know, we got Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, Final Fantasy is coming out. Mm-hmm. Frickin' uh, the, the Bethesda game, I think, is coming uh, out. Starfield. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, and and uh, uh, Cheetah. And Chia. And Chia's we don't out. know much about Chia. So we'll <laughs> be checking out Chia. Stay tuned for next week. We'll have a complete breakdown of <laughs> Chia. Well, we should give our early thoughts on Chia. Just like the yeah. first hour or two. And then first be ready to do a full episode later. We should only play Chia until we get to the El Gigante. <laughs> and then uh, definitely. Uh, anyways, Mikey McCuller, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on uh, the episode today. Uh, what do you want to plug? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Secret Blimp. I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Secret Blimp, playing a lot of Resident Evil 4 Remake, as I assume I will do for the next month or two. Um, and listen to my horror movie podcast, Scary Basement. 
Ah, absolutely. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it, please visit patreon.com slash supernpcradio. We uh, have just a couple episodes left of Super Mario 64 Games Club before we are wrapped up and giving our final thoughts. We are moving on to the Pokemon series. Pokemon uh, Blue and Red and potentially yellow i'll be fighting to the death for yellow yeah. to be an inclusion but we haven't had that meeting yet but yeah uh that's gonna be a lot of fun um we'll be catching catching our 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 biggest and baddest friends and and mm-hmm. taking them with us on a on a journey of a lifetime um it's a great it's a great series over there the the uh the super npc games club because uh we get a bunch of us together every every week and talk about a game we love and really digest it like a like a book <laughs> <laughs> perhaps uh but yeah um stay tuned for another episode about a brand new thing next week bye bye for now Thank you.